Welcome everybody, you're on Mind Your Biz and we have Bill Barheit from Abra to let us mind his biz. Welcome Bill and uh, tell everybody who you are and what you're doing. Sure, hey, thanks for having me. Um, my name is Bill Barheit, I'm the CEO and founder of Abra. Abra is a crypto wallet, it allows you to trade crypto, uh, earn interest on dollars in crypto and now even borrow dollars against your cryptocurrencies all in one really simple, easy to use app. Wow. So I'm not very fluent on hearing about borrowing crypto. Is that on on the cutting edge? Because I'm not hearing much about that yet. Yeah. So so you're borrowing dollars, but you're using your crypto as collateral. So why would you want to do that? So a lot of people have been buying Bitcoin and Ethereum for years now, and they're sitting on huge gains. But they think the price is going to continue to go up like I do. Like I hold a lot of Bitcoin and Ethereum. I have no interest in selling it. But I want to use some of the gains that I've got maybe to buy a house or down payment on a house, down payment on a car, help with college payments, go on a vacation, whatever. You can now borrow against that using what we call a collateralized loan in dollars at very low rates and continue to get the, the gains of the price movement in Bitcoin. So that to me, see, that's really interesting because um, there's I know there's not a lot of people doing that um, just because I haven't heard much about it. So borrowing U.S. dollars using your Bitcoin, um, yeah, that's definitely some, something new on, on the horizon. So I can appreciate that. Yeah. It's like one of the secrets of the rich, right? A lot of rich people have stock that they don't sell. And they borrow against that stock like a perpetual revolving credit forever, right? For decades. And it's only something that's been available to the uber rich. So we've taken this very simple idea Right. And we've made it available in 50 countries to everyday retail investors. Um, and the other thing about it is because it's a borrow facility, you're actually not paying capital gains. So if you also want to access those gains and not pay taxes, at least in the short term, this is a great way to legally do that. Wow. So, yeah, this is this is a nice little hidden gem that I that that you're right. A lot of the regular people, not the uber rich, uh, they don't know about it. So I'm glad you're bringing some attention to this. Um, and also tell me about your other services that are within the Abra umbrella. Sure. So our bread and butter is our Abra Trade product, which is think, think of it as a simple crypto brokerage. Buy, sell, hold, trade across 150 different cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, you know, Doge, of course, uh, you know, and, and all the top uh, cryptocurrencies, uh, Digibyte, Monero, et cetera, et cetera. Then we have Abra Earn which is my favorite product, that is the ability to earn 10% interest on your dollar deposits and up to 5% interest on your Bitcoin and Ethereum and Litecoin deposits. Uh, and, and people love that. We're getting huge deposits into Aber Earn right now. And then Aber Borrow is the product we just discussed where you can borrow against your uh, crypto holdings in dollars. Wow, so it sounds to me the Earn is somewhat comparative to like a CD, something that's, a little conservative that definitely keeps earning. Uh, but it's a high yield product. And the demand for dollars in our world is so high on that we can safely pay 10% interest today on US dollars. So I keep all of my, I use Abra as my bank now. I keep all of my dollars in Abra earning 10% and I keep all of my Bitcoin and Ethereum in Abra earning four and a half to 5% a year. It's the best deal I, I know of to safely earn that kind of interest return on my on my cash and crypto at the same time. Now, how e easy is it to invest 
in the in the Abra program if I wanted to obviously trade crypto you know uh, is it uh, is it kind of a brokerage tell me the whole scenario so everyone Forbes wrote an article on us a few months ago and they referred to Abra as the as the Robin Hood of crypto because we just made it so easy for millennials and 30 40 somethings to you know you just onboard like you would in Robin Hood or even in Venmo simple photo of your ID you upload it so that we're compliant with regulations in your country and you basically either take crypto you have from an exchange like Coinbase and move it into Abra or you connect your bank account using Plaid like you would with like Venmo for example and you're off to the races and that's it and you can buy in $100 amounts or you can buy in million dollar amounts whatever whatever works for you and you can move money from your bank uh, where you're earning probably 0.01 interest if or zero interest and move it over to Abra where you can start earning 10%. It's as simple as that. Wow. So is there a minimum to buy in to, to yeah, trade? Like, I think it's like $5 per trade is the minimum. Uh, and that's just because crypto is a little bit volatile. So just to avoid some of the, the, the inner, inner day or inner hour movements, I think we have a $5 minimum on the trades. But other than that, then no, there's no minimum. All right. And is there a rough cost per trade? Is it based on the amount you're trading on the quantity? It, it, it's it's we don't charge trading fees. Uh, we make money in two ways. When you earn interest, you keep like 80 to 85 percent of the interest and we keep the rest. So the 10 percent that goes to you, we might be making like one and a half to two percent right uh, on dollars. When you trade, depending upon how much you're buying and the current spot price, uh, we may make a piece of that trade depending upon what's happening in the market. In some cases, we make zero, um, but uh, it's it's definitely uh, the the fairest, easiest, cheapest model that I've seen to quickly get in and out lots of different cryptocurrencies and and do it in a hundred countries. So it sounds pretty seamless. How is this different than maybe the competitors or other similar apps? Yeah, so we get a lot of deposits from crypto exchanges like Coinbase, Kraken, because a lot of our customers aren't really traders. They're people who just want to get into crypto. They want to earn yield on their cash and their crypto. Uh, maybe they figured out that they actually have, hey, I've got a few hundred K worth of crypto now because I bought five years ago. I'd like to borrow against it. And so Abra is really trying to be a simple one-stop shop for that, what we call the kind of crypto banking services. Buy, sell, trade, earn interest, borrow. Buy, sell, trade, earn interest, borrow. That's it. And so that's not for a pro trader. Pro traders don't use Abra. They stay with Coinbase Pro and Kraken. Everybody else loves Abra. So we're getting a lot of people leaving those services, moving into Abra for that reason, for those three services that I mentioned. So they're moving out of the other programs. What's the main reason? The biggest that's hook the biggest. by far is initially earning yield. They see that 10% on dollars, which they can take their Tether or USDC stablecoin or their cash from their bank, move it to Abra. They're like, wow, right? Or if I've got 50K in Coinbase sitting there, why would I leave it there when I can earn extra free Bitcoin on Abra uh, by effectively just staking it there? So, so that's the biggest hook. Once they're in, they see the other services. They're like, well, why would I leave to do these other things? I may as well just do it while I'm here and I'm actually getting a better price while I'm at it. So it makes no sense to leave. So we've really tried to be that one-stop shop. But to your question, it's really Abra Earn, the yield product that's been by far the biggest hook for us in the past year. And the deposit volume on the Abra Earn product, it's just crazy uh, how, how fast it's grown. Super exciting right now. 
Now, how do you make customers, new customers feel comfortable and confident that they're putting their money and it's not going to disappear? Well, personally, you know, as kind of one of the faces of the company, I do a lot of talks like this. Uh, I'm traveling the world when you can travel. Now I'm doing it virtually, of course, uh, but giving talks about how it works. You find me on Clubhouse all the time. Uh, I, you know, CNBC, Fox Business, and explaining how uh, collateralized lending works in crypto, how yield generation in crypto works, why I do it, and my management team does it with our own money, while we're comfortable with this approach. And so it's a lot of education because it's a new concept, right? I mean, cryptocurrencies didn't exist 12 years ago. And here we are now talking about this kind of new way of looking at banking based on crypto that millions of people are already doing in Amber. It's crazy. And, and um, it's fun at the same time because it's, the technology is so exciting. But this is real money, right? And so we're very passionate about the educational piece of this. We, we run a ton of videos on YouTube. We're very transparent. We do AMAs uh, every month, uh, weekly on Clubhouse very often. And um, it's a lot of work, but we actually enjoy it uh, because it really allows us to touch hundreds of thousands and millions of people in a very scalable way. So it sounds like you're essentially taking the, the traditional bank banking model and adapting it to the crypto world, but making it more lucrative, sounds to me. It, it reverses the economics in favor of the consumer where you start to become your own bank. And that's like, everybody has their own aha moment, right? From a couple of perspectives. Bitcoin as, let's call it your personal reserve asset, has been going up for 10 years at 200% a year. Uh, that's not an exaggeration. That's the actual number. It's actually more than that. 200% wow. a year. Now, if you're just going to hold Bitcoin, right? You should hold Bitcoin in your family trust for a thousand years, leave it and borrow against it. You get a permanent revolving credit for an asset that's going up where you can borrow it in the form of dollars, which is an asset that's inflationary, which means it's going down in value. I'll take that deal all day, right? The problem... <clears throat> The problem is, is that most people haven't figured that out yet. We're just at the beginning of this. And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a traditional consumer guy, right? I, I work for the government in, in research and development at NASA, and I was a quant at Goldman Sachs. And so for me to make this transition, it was like, okay, I get this. I've been doing this for a long time. Like I was at Netscape in the early days of the internet. How do I basically start to translate this in a way that all my friends who aren't traders and bankers can understand that one, they've been getting screwed by the banking system and the government has kind of set it up that way. It's fine. Uh, so that the rich basically are making the money and, and the middle class basically stays middle class with chipping away by death by a thousand cuts. How do I get that point across? And by the way, we have a new asset that the government can't easily manipulate like they do the dollar. We've literally printed 35% of the existing money supply since the beginning of COVID. Let me repeat that. We've printed 35% of the existing money supply since the beginning of COVID. That is so mind-bogglingly insane, right? That, that, that it's almost impossible to believe that it's true, but it is. And in the meantime, we have this new deflationary asset whose value actually goes up over time, mostly because we keep printing more dollars, right? And we now have a way to bank ourselves where we're in control. That's what Abra is giving the everyday consumer, not just the rich in the US. We have a lot of rich customers. I have poor customers in 
developing countries like Guatemala and the Philippines, India, and the Middle East, putting $10 into Abra for the exact same reason that our rich customers are. And so it's democratizing access to these services, whether it's middle-class people like you and me, or our uber-rich clients, or poor clients in developing markets, it's all the same, finally. And that's what I'm passionate about. No, it sounds great. You're letting everybody join in, having some of the fun and benefiting from new technology. So let's talk about the borrow, because to me, that, you know, that's interesting too. So I have, let's just call it, I don't know, $100,000 worth of Bitcoin, $100,000 US converted, but it's in Bitcoin, right? So Essentially, I would move my 100,000 in Bitcoin into your product, into your uh, service, and then I would borrow against that very amount, meaning I couldn't borrow more than $100,000 US if I'm giving you $100,000 worth of Bitcoin, right? So, so think of it like a mortgage. When you buy a house, uh, you can't take a mortgage for 100% of the value of the house, meaning the, the, the bank requires you to have some skin in the game. Usually uh, it's like a 20% down payment or something like that. Or even if you're going for a home equity loan, it will only be for a portion of the equity in the house that you have, meaning that even on the home equity side, they're going to force you to continue to have skin in the game, right? So that if, the, if, if by some reason the, the, price, the home prices fall, and you don't make the, the payments, the bank is protected because they'll get their money first. This is similar in so far that you'll, you'll be able to borrow a piece of the value of that collateral, which in this case is now Bitcoin. So let's say, and we call that a loan to value ratio, meaning how big is the loan relative to the value of the collateral? Loan to value, very simple. Okay, so th the cheapest way to borrow against Bitcoin would be a loan to value ratio like 20%. Meaning if I have $100 worth of Bitcoin, I'm actually borrowing $20. Very safe. Uh, we're going to give you very low rates, probably like 3.9%, right? And you still get the, va the incremental value of Bitcoin going up in price, which is fantastic. Just like you get the value of the, of the house going up in price when you get a mortgage, assuming you make your mortgage payments. So it's exactly the same thing. Except now you're borrowing, instead of a home equity line, think of it as a Bitcoin equity line. And you can just keep doing it over and over again forever. And like I said, my intention personally is to never sell my Bitcoin ever. I'm, I'm irresponsibly long Bitcoin, as we say in the Bitcoin world. And I will borrow against it forever. Right. And just treat that as my personal line of credit, which is what the Uber rich do with their stock. It's just a, an unkept secret amongst them that the everyday consumer doesn't know about. Because when you buy stock on Robinhood, it's not you who's borrowing against the stock. Robinhood is actually lending it out to others and keeping the money for themselves instead of giving it to you, which is not fair. What they should be doing is they should be saying, hey, we're going to lend out the stock, which is what we've always been doing, but we're going to give 60% of the revenue to you, right? And keep 40% for ourselves. But instead they keep 100% for themselves and give zero to you. And by the way, I'm not picking on Robinhood. They all do that. E-Trade, Schwab, they all do it. Okay. We're saying the opposite, right? You're going to get a hundred percent of the gains. And when you, when we, we earn interest on it, right. On, on the Aber earn product, we're going to give 80% of that to you. 
So you're getting a win-win-win, right? So it just changes banking forever. And that and, and the cornerstone of this is the fact that Bitcoin is the best store of value and Ethereum coming in second place, it looks like, as the best store of value we've ever had. And people are just now starting to wake up to it. You hear Ray Dalio talking about it. It's Peter, you know, Peter Brand, Tony Robbins. I mean, all of these masters of finance are now publicly saying you should be buying this stuff at least with 20% of your net worth in some cases, you know, five to 20%, whatever you're comfortable with. That's the basis for how this new banking system is going to work, in my opinion. Wow. So I just want to, I just want to, just give me one second. All right, so essentially the collateral is instead of a house, it's your actually your your Bitcoin. And you can't borrow and you cannot borrow more than the collateral. You can only borrow up to a certain percentage of it. That's right. You'll never be able to okay. generally we 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 want you to be able to safely borrow up to about 50%. Because what happens is if the price of the collateral falls, we don't want to have to force you to sell some of that collateral instantly versus the normal payment you would make. We just want to keep that as a perpetual revolving credit that you can tap forever, more or less, but just by doing new loans over and over again. And so generally what you want to see is you want to see a loan to, to value ratio, meaning how much am I borrowing versus how much is my Bitcoin worth of between like 10 and 50%. That's safe for the consumer, safe for Abra, allows us to keep the rates, the rates reasonably low. We're not doing things that screw with your, you know, with your, with your, with your Bitcoin collateral, et cetera, et cetera. So hopefully that makes sense. And, and ultimately the, 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 the customer can pull their Bitcoin out or their crypto out at any point, uh, essentially, as long as obviously they pay back their loan. Correct. As soon as the loan is paid back, it's your collateral. Do what you want with it. You can withdraw it. You can trade it back into dollars, withdraw it to your bank account as dollars, whatever you want to do. Or just continue to hold it and have earn and make more interest on it. Wow. I mean, it does seem like a no-brainer rather than keeping money in the bank uh, as long as everything keeps going up like it has been. Right. So, well, the banking system uh, is manipulated. Right now, they're paying it's effectively a negative rate environment. Right. I listened to a talk at Dalio at a conference he and I were speaking at last week, and he basically said the 60-40 allocation is dead. Bonds are dead. Right. What do you do? Well, he said you should hold some Bitcoin. You should hold some gold. He actually said that. I never heard him say it publicly, but he did in this conference. And I was like, wow, he's starting to get it. <laughs> right? It's pretty cool. Um, the master is actually seeing that the traditional allocation and diversification model is dead. And, and so... I've never seen a better opportunity for keeping up with the pace of inflation versus the model I'm describing outside of taking, you know, irrational risks with your money, of course. You, you explained it very well. So I have a really good understanding of now what your services provide. So tell my audience, because there's, there's still millions of people that just don't understand the whole concept completely yet, and they do want to get in the game. Um, tell them why it might not be a great idea to give their money to a brokerage that's going to try to make them money uh, with purchasing crypto with their portfolio you know, suggestions? Well, first, a couple of things. I'm, I'm not suggesting that people take 90% of their net worth 
and put it in Bitcoin. Okay. I would probably discourage that. You know, as a matter of fact, it's going up so quickly uh, on, a, on a multi, on a decade based basis. You don't need to do that. All right. If you take, look, if you lost, if the market stock markets fell and you lost 10% of your, your net worth because mutual funds fell 10%, you wouldn't like it, but life would go on and, and you'd still be okay. So if you took 10% of your net worth and put it in Bitcoin, right? Over time, if it's, if it's going to continue, and I actually think it will, I'm not giving investment advice, but this is my personal belief, is that it will continue to go up for many, many years at a rate similar to what it's been going up. So at some point, it's going to be a disproportionate amount of your net worth anyway, just like people who bought Apple stock a few years ago and they're still holding. They may have had 5% of their net worth in Apple shares, but it's probably 70, 80%. As a matter of fact, I have friends who are in that boat. They've certainly, they actually borrow against the Apple shares, by the way, just the same way I was describing. So, so that's how I would look at it, right? And, and so when you look at it from that perspective, it's not an irrational risk. It's actually a very rational risk as a diversified investment portfolio, just like, like Ray Dalio was saying, put some money in Bitcoin, some money in gold, some money in stocks. Stocks have become another store of value right now just because of the way we're printing money which wasn't always the case. It used, to be, it used to be rationally about discounted cash flows. Maybe we'll get back to that someday. I'm not sure. I, I really don't care right now because right now, anything besides cash it, it seems to be better, <laughs> right? So, so at least for now. And certainly Bitcoin is getting the outsized benefit of that in the marketplace because it's the only guaranteed scarce store of value we've ever had. Mathematically, it's certain that there will never be more than 21 million Bitcoin and, and there's more than 21 million millionaires in the world. So the math doesn't work. In other words, there's not enough to go around. And the uber rich have figured this out, which is why instead of buying art and gold, which used to be their preferred store of value, they're now moving five to 10% of their net worth into Bitcoin. Makes sense. That's, that's why I did what I did. And so I'm just here to basically educate more people on the fact that the system is basically now rigged for this to work this way. And wow. we now have a way for people to take advantage of it that's relatively safe and secure. And what I'm personally doing with my money. Right. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, you know, crypto hasn't been around a whole, a whole lot of time. And it is getting a lot more attention to the commercial audience, I would call it, the, the everyday guy. So products like this seems like it's an easy entry into the crypto world. And that's what I think everyone's kind of been waiting for something that's more, you know, a simple, you invest some money, you watch it grow. It's easily converted cash, crypto, crypto cash. And I think that's been the, the fear, I believe, than just jumping yep. into the crypto world blindly. Right? Yep. Yeah, so, totally agree. Totally agree. You know, the question in crypto, it's always the same. I talk to, you know, thousands of people a month, one-on-one or larger groups. Who do I trust? Who do I trust and why? And and because it's daunting, right? You hear Bitcoin automatically like, you know, it's like, whoa, who do I trust? Why do I trust you? And, you know, it's incumbent upon Abra to do things like this show and, and our blogs and our YouTube videos and our educational content to start to basically establish ourselves as the credible trusted party, because, you know, there's a lot of fishy, you know, just untrustworthy, nefarious stuff that happens in, unfortunately, in these investment services. And people should be careful. They should ask a lot of questions. They should be a little skeptical. Um, it's their money. 
And, and it behooves all of us to have a certain amount of skepticism when it comes to things that, you know, are new, are unclear, and just ask questions, you know, support at abra.com. It's a fantastic way to get all your questions answered, right? And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting, so, but for some it's daunting, if that makes sense. So give everyone your, the website, the app, so where they, you know, where they can find everything. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, so abra.com is where you can link to find out more information about what I've been talking about. Download Abra on your iPhone or Android phone. You can just, like Robinhood, you can literally just do everything from the app, upload your ID, connect your bank account, uh, transfer your crypto from, from another service like a Coinbase. Um, and, and, or you can follow us on Twitter at Abra Global. Uh, I spend a lot of time there answering questions. Uh, I'll do Clubhouse events that we link to from there on occasion and AMAs on YouTube. So those are the, the two best places to go to get started. And there's a ton of educational content on the website as well uh, with links to, there's an online crypto course we have. There's blogs that we publish weekly on what's going on in the crypto markets. Yeah, all kinds of educational content. Wow. So this is great. Um, I'm really, really glad you came by. Uh, you're, it seems like you're offering a really cool service to the regular guy uh, so they can get in and invest at any level. I definitely want my audience to check it out and uh, thoroughly read uh, you know, Bill mentioned there's a support section so you can get all your answers that you need uh, before you invest. Uh, but it sounds cool to me. I mean, you put in some money, it grows, you're investing, you're pulling money out when you need it. Seems like a no brainer. Um, so before you just dive into Robin Hood, give Abra a look-see before you, you dive into the wrong ocean, right? <laughs> Thank but, you. Uh, yep, absolutely. Yeah. We appreciate your time, Bill. Uh, thanks for explaining everything and letting us mind your biz. All right. Cheers. Bye.